0: On today's show, car sharing with electric cars turns out to be a flop in Paris. Auto shows are really good for small car companies. And Ford turns one of Detroit's biggest eyesores into a major destination. All that more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. As automakers, tech companies, and startups rush to get involved in mobility services, here's a word of warning. Bike sharing took off in Paris in 2007, thanks to a company called Valib. A few years later, Autolib launched an electric car sharing company. They seemed to be an instant success, but now both of them are in serious financial trouble. So what went wrong? While Autolib's electric car rentals required expensive new charging stations and took a long time to recharge. And Valib faced aggressive competition from cheaper bike sharers that did not require you to return the bike to a docking station. The City of Paris is currently holding talks regarding the end dates of both programs. Auto shows around the world are in trouble as a growing number of car companies are dropping out of some of them. But a study from Foresight Research suggests that auto shows are really good for smaller car brands because they get outsized exposure. Foresight says Fiat only sold 35,000 vehicles in the U.S. market last year, but 1.1 million auto show attendees could remember the Fiat display. It says auto shows increase people's likelihood to consider brands like Maserati, Alfa Romeo, Fiat, Smart in Mitsubishi. Dana is a traditional supplier that makes axles but it's also getting heavily involved in electrification for trucks. It just bought a company called TM4 that's based in Quebec and makes electric motors, power inverters, and control systems. Dana has developed e-axles where electric motors are bolted directly to the axle to eliminate drive shafts. By acquiring TM4, Dana will be more vertically integrated, which will cut costs and boost profitability. Still to come, Ford is converting an iconic old train station in Detroit into a hub for its autonomous and electric vehicle development. Auto Line
1: Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems.
0: There's a new king of the hill standing atop Pikes Peak. Roman Dumas, driving Volkswagen's specially built electric race car, smashed the record to the top of the mountain, becoming the first driver in 102 years to get up there in under eight minutes. He posted a time of seven minutes and 57 seconds. And it's amazing to think that the car, called the IDR, was developed and built in just a little over eight months. In other racing news, Lewis Hamilton dominated the French Grand Prix with his Mercedes, leading the entire race from the pole position and taking a 14-point lead in the championship. In IndyCar, Joseph Newgarden did pretty much the same thing in his Penske Chevrolet, winning from the pole position at Road America in Elkhart Lake. And in drag racing, Blake Alexander secured his first-ever win in the top fuel category at the Summit Racing Equipment, NHRA Nationals. Well, you may have heard that Ford bought an old train station in Detroit that's been an eyesore to some in the city for years. It's going to rehab the station and turn it into a center of development for electric and autonomous cars. Ford decided to let the public take a look inside before it starts the renovation, and it was stunned at how many people came out. Thousands of people showed up, even though visitors had to register ahead of time. The lines were so long, people had to wait over two hours to get inside. The station, which opened in 1914, was built with impressive craftsmanship, but suffered from 30 years of neglect and vandalism. Ford says it will take four years of reconstruction before it's ready to use again. Even in its dilapidated state, the building is still impressive. A couple of years ago, it was the site of a drifting competition, and we'll let you watch that up until the break. Coming up next, graphene is a truly breakthrough material, and one company is using it to keep passengers comfortable. On last week's Autoline After Hours, our special guest was Chuck Cushy, the president and CTO of a company called Promethean, and he explained how its Thermavance technology uses graphene to make heating and cooling systems for car seats more effective. There are different
1: methodologies used today. One is, yes, you can have a heat mat, you know, for the heating, and then you can ventilate, you know, through holes, perforations, using a fan, perforations in the leather, say. Uh, And you can actually also have a solid state heat pump that cools air and puts it through perforations. And we take, as I mentioned, a little different approach. We take the graphene and put it directly under the seat cover uh, such that, uh, you know, we just pump heat directly out of the individual. So and, and, or we can heat with it. It's, it heats or cools. All right, when you say pump heat out of the individual, okay, yes. so I'm sitting in a seat right now. Yes. And if this were set up here, it would draw heat out of me or it it would just would. be my natural? No, it would draw heat out of you. That's and, why it is so effective, and, is that, and that's that's by using the 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 thermoelectric material, right? Well, it's the graphene is what's underneath the leather. Let's say, right? And so, yes, but it's a solid-state device that let that pumps the heat out of the graphene first of all, and then the graphene is cold, and you're sitting on you know just a layer or two separate, separates you from that graphene. So we actually just. And I use the term pump. I could use other words, but you know, uh, generally that's what's used. You know, it pumps the heat out of your body, and we can pump about 15 watts with one surface out of your body, and that's a lot. Because if you think of the human body as being able to produce about 75 to 150 watts, depending on your level of active, physical activity. Uh, 15 watts is a lot of heat. In other words, we actually can regulate your body temperature quite effectively.
0: So how do you do do the opposite? How do you make me cool?
1: You you just switch the polarity on the thermoelectric device, and it it, uh, heats the system.
0: And if you want to learn more about graphene, you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, Autoline.tv, or just look for it on our YouTube channel. That's it for today. Thanks for watching. Please join us again here tomorrow.